I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's time to doom scroll with SlimFast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Corpies infected monkeys. This is Headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. We're doom scrolling, my man. Yeah, do it. So we were just talking about uh, son of a bitch, you know, so and so airplanes earlier. Uh, Nepal, this plane crash killed seventy-two uh, people, and I watch a lot of those shows. I know I've heard things about Nepal being a dangerous place to fly. There's helicopter crashes there because you know there's the lack of uh, what do they call it when you get up to high altitude, snow cone? What's that called? The uh, competent pilots? Lack of air, huh? Yeah, but uh, yeah, whatever it's called. Um, but this this crash, which I mean, seventy two, that's a lot of people. But that is the deadliest crash there. They said in over thirty years. Yeti Airlines six nine one crashed in the Himalayas with seventy two people on board, and authorities say there are no survivors. French investigators will be on site today. The twin engine turboprop ATR seventy two uh, aircraft is French made, and authorities add the cockpit voice recorder and mm. so so excited about no. yellow jackets. Flight data recorder, both recovered intact, will be sent to France for investigation. Sunday's flight was supposed to be a routine trip, just 27 minutes from the capital Kathmandu to the popular tourist destination of Pokhara. 27-minute flight is all it was supposed to be. Weather is good. There's a video. God, there's one video that I saw from inside the cabin where someone is filming as they come in for the oh, landing. Yeah. And I, that one that I saw, it cuts off early. Like it doesn't. And I don't know how long that video actually uh-huh. goes. I think they were making it sound like someone had been streaming it live to maybe like Facebook or Instagram, one of those, and that's how they got a hold of it. The other one is a video that someone's taking on their balcony of their apartment complex, and you can see the plane come in, and then it looks – I'm not a pilot, but it looks like it's struggling, like it's banging too far and it's about to stall. Mm. But then the camera does the thing where it's like they got scared, I guess, and so they duck down and they hide the camera, and so you don't actually see what happened. But uh, now the investigation starts, and because the plane's French – uh, the French have to go and investigate, which yeah. is what happens when Boeings go down ar- around the world. American investigators go and investigate. Indiana toddler with a handgun. Just Google that. Just look up Indiana ring doorbell uh, gun or even toddler gun camera. I think that would probably give okay. it give you enough um, to see. Because if you don't watch the whole video, you at least just see the, the uh, frame of this kid. I mean, he's in a diaper, and he's holding this massive handgun. And he's waving around, and according to the stories, he was pulling the trigger, but oh. luckily it was unloaded. This one here? Yeah. Yep, that's it. Him. That's the one. Yeah. I mean, look at the size of that thing. It's as big as he is. Mm-hmm. It's huge. And I guess his dad had left this gun somewhere within reach. And also, the kid's, the kid's out of the apartment, right? 
He's walking around in a diaper outside the apartment, so you'd think that that could be negligence to begin with. Uh, but the fact that he's got a gun in his hands, we talk about this all the time. If kids get a hold of guns and hurt someone, someone has to be held responsible. The person whose job it was to make sure that that gun was locked up and secured and not somewhere that kids could get to it. Like, if you own a gun, if you bring a gun into your home, you are taking on a big extra responsibility well, and liability. The boy's father was arrested. He has been arrested. So it'll be interesting to see. Well, hold on a second. Beach Grove police responded to the building after a neighbor called 911 mm-hmm. to report a boy with a gun. The officers who were filming in real time for Reels Network on patrol live. Oh, wow. Encountered the boy's father, Shane E. Osborne, who claimed that he didn't own a gun. But cops searched his apartment and found the alleged firearm under a TV in the living room. Mm. So he's he was try arrested to and booked into the county jail for felony suspicion of neglect of a dependent. He has not been accused of gun possession, but the investigation is ongoing. He's in court, due on court today. Is he a former felon? Is that why he denied having a gun, maybe? Well, maybe the fact that the kids walk around with a gun. But the neighbor well, called sure. the police. And I, I didn't know that this reels thing that, that they were filming when the cops yeah. showed up. But I did know that he says, I don't have a gun. So then, but they're still, from what I could tell, they were charging him with negligence. You're like, well, then you could still get in trouble for negligence just for the fact I would think that he's walking around out there in a diaper at the top of those stairs outside of the apartment and there's no adults around. I don't know where he found this gun, but, you know. Well, anyways, they found the gun under his TV. This is his dad's gun. He's a felon. Right. You can't just. Oh, he is a felon? Well, I, I, according to our Twitch chat, I'm looking at okay. I'm looking it up here Oh, now. yeah, it was his gun, but I didn't yeah. know that he was a felon. An Indiana man is due in court this week after his young son was seen on a security video waving a loaded handgun around an apartment complex. <gasps> you can see the toddler on the second floor landing just outside of his oh. apartment. He's holding what police say is a Smith & Wesson semi-automatic handgun. Neighbors called police. The boy's father was arrested Saturday night on neglect charges, thankfully, though. Nobody was hurt. Yeah. Um, lock your guns up, you know? Yeah. Even if you don't have kids, go ahead and lock those up. But especially if you have kids, if there is a chance that kids are coming into your house, or really no. anyone for that matter, don't leave guns underneath your pillow. Don't leave them in no. the drawer next to your bed. Don't leave them underneath the TV, wherever they end up finding this yeah. one. Put them locked up gun somewhere in a gun, a gun safe. safe. Yes, lock kids. them up. And if your kids or someone else's kids get a hold of a gun, and especially if they hurt someone, hurt themselves, yeah. hurt someone else. I You're think you should be trouble. in a lot of trouble for that. And we're starting to see that more and more now. But, man, for a long time, we would read these stories about kids getting a hold of a gun and accidentally shooting another right. kid. And the police were like, well, it was an accident. Right. You know, well, come on. we got to do gotta something. Yeah, someone needs to be held responsible for this. Um, have you seen these paramedics that are now being charged with murder in Illinois? There's, there's body cam footage of this, too. So. Um, Somebody on our Twitch said the only way to stop a bad toddler with a gun is a good toddler with a gun. Need more guns. (laughs) It's totally possible that that we're not that far away, or at least at some point weren't that far away from the NRA saying that. If someone came in and shot up a preschool, they'd be like, we're going to make toddler-friendly guns easier for them to use. Triggers won't be so stiff. Um, Paramedics in Illinois are in big trouble because... They respond to this call about a guy who's uh, uh, he's really sick. He's having alcohol withdrawal, uh, according to the woman who called oh, the police. I didn't see this. You yes. saw some of this? Yeah, yeah. So if you watch the body cam footage, you see this guy. They go up into his bedroom. He's laying on the floor. He's writhing in pain. The, the woman who lives there is saying, you know, get up off the floor. Come on. I'm not going to do this. You go down there. Go to the ambulance. 
The, the police are there. The paramedics are there. The cops eventually pick this guy up. He can't stand up on his own. The cops eventually do the thing where they pick him up and they throw an arm over each of their shoulders, right? And they kind of walk him downstairs and get him to the uh, gurney. It's called, right? Sure. But when the paramedics get him to the gurney, they throw him flat on his stomach, Prone face down, yeah. and then they strap him. And you can actually hear one of the cops joking at the end of this audio from the body cam footage. You can hear one of the cops saying to the other cop, I don't think he's going anywhere. They got him strapped down pretty good. This morning, two EMTs, Peter Cadigan and Peggy Finley, charged with first-degree murder. The officers eventually putting arms around Moore, helping to carry him outside, where the EMTs then place him face down onto a waiting gurney, tightening straps on his back. And finally, get him in the ambulance. <laughs> Moore dying shortly after arriving at the hospital. You could hear him say there, oh, they strapped him in good. He ain't getting anywhere. Something along those lines. Now, Lazo, first degree uh, murder. Yeah. How Let does me that defend work? the cops real quick, right? He doesn't know that the guy's going to die. It's not his job to strap him down. Right. No. He's just talking to the other cop like, that dude ain't going anywhere. No, they they got him, him down. strapped down. But I don't understand how these charges, I understand being charged. I'm, I'm probably okay with it, but first degree, yeah. I thought that, you know, like with the George Floyd trial, I feel like we learned a, a little bit, some of us, about the difference between first degree and second degree. Mm-hmm. Did you have intent? Did you plan it? Did you know that what you were about to do was likely going to lead to this person's death and then you, you know, didn't like stop doing what you were about, doing? I feel like that. They've got that, right? Like, did they intend to kill the guy? I thought first degree murder basically means at some point you made the decision yeah. That you were going to. Well, you made a decision to do die. something that certainly you knew, or at least should have been trained, that could lead to his yeah. death. I went through EMT training. You'd never, never do a face down. That makes no sense. I mean, watching the video, it was crazy because it th- looks like they kind of throw him down, and maybe he's just falling. I don't know. But then to have him on his stomach, you, we've all been that person or been around that person who had too Wouldn't much just to drink. Suffocate like this? I think so. Yeah. yeah. He couldn't turn his head? I guess yeah, not. So yeah. they have his head strapped down too and he couldn't move it to the side? Yeah. Like I mean, good. well, I mean, they had those, a lot of those have the blocks right. on the side to protect your C spine, so you couldn't turn. It said that they had him face down on the stretcher and incorrectly tied him down with a medical strap across his lower body, which I'm wondering if that, you know, added to his suffocation well, because his diaphragm lawyer could say like he was in pain they called the cops and we don't know what was wrong with them you know what i mean like that could have been what killed him instead of the suffocation well but they well, had an autopsy know, the autopsy yeah. revealed that he died from compressional and okay. positional asphyxia due to prone face down restraint yeah. on there a paramedic yeah. transportation yeah, cot stretch uh, stretcher by tightened straps across the back so you're already face down which is no good to begin with and now these straps are so tight that you can't breathe because yeah. it's you know that just seems that sounds like reason. murder to me. Yeah, I'm I'm a, I would if they said they're charging them with manslaughter, mm-hmm. whatever the different degrees of that are. Even I don't know how many degrees of murder are there. Are there three? Is there I third degree? It was one, Second, two, just, and manslaughter. Is that what it is? It just I goes thought. one, two, then manslaughter. Yeah, I'm a little surprised that it's first degree, but a lawyer could easily explain like, nope, that's sure. that's exactly what it should be, and there's a reason now. I know we got to take a break, but real quick, I got to tell you about this because I'm I'm trying to find some updates. But so far, they've been trying to protect the family's privacy, which I totally understand. But a woman in Iowa was apparently sent to the morgue uh, because they thought she was dead, and oh, then no. gets to the morgue and she's not dead. So uh, 
I, I really would like to know more details about this story, but they're how saying does that how, happen? Right, right? How does that happen? Is there you don't feel a pulse? I mean, you were a doctor, Snowcone. Well, I'm in a hospital, pair, pair not even a pulse. Like I could see right. not feeling a pulse, but you're in the hospital, right? Did you mm-hmm. go? From, so don't they have you hooked up to a machine? A pulse or? oximeter, all this stuff. Right? Yeah. Did you go from the hospital to the morgue, pulse or did oximeter. or did someone come to your house because someone called nine one one, and then you went from the house to the morgue? Like, how did you get there? No one there? ever takes you just from the house to the morgue. I don't think so, right? They take you to the hospital first, do, right? Even, because a doctor has to pronounce you dead, right? Like, sure. through the time of death? A test certificate? Okay. I thought maybe I was wrong. I thought maybe they sometimes will... I think it's a bad take... idea if we're just going from the house to Absolutely. the morgue. Absolutely. Absolutely. I don't want to hear that. If that is procedure, I don't want to hear that. <laughs> right. No, thank you. I don't want to hear that. this female was transported there deceased, and she is not. They are in the chapel, and she is on a cot. Okay, she's in the chapel, and she is on a cot. That's what they said. No. Uh, Iowa Funeral Home finds woman thought to be dead actually alive. So, you know, if that was one of your family members, that's the other thing, too. Like, I don't know the details of who called 911, how did she end up in the morgue. But imagine you were the one in the morgue. Is it because there's someone in the room back there going, hello? Hello? Like, do you hear a voice? I'm not trying to make light of it, but seriously. Or yeah. do you see movement? Are you putting the blanket and you're starting to put him in the cooler and then you see your toes Scare wiggle or something? Hell out of me. Right? I mean, that's something out of a scary movie. That's that's terrifying. Yeah, I don't. And I this don't. this uh, funeral home, you know, they, it's it's something, something funeral home and, and crematorium or whatever. I'm like, was she about to be like, was she in line to be cremated? Oh, my God. This is why they used to put bells in coffins, yes, right? Back right. In the day. Uh, up on top. Right. Maybe we need to keep doing that. Hell, maybe they do. Maybe that's how they found out. Maybe they put little bells mm, if you're wrong. But I kind of doubt it. I got a feeling someone got the living crap scared out of them when they saw this woman either say something or start to move at the funeral home. And if you're a nah, family they're member. Probably not. That would scare us. If that's the person oh. you do all the time, right? That's your job being around dead bodies. Probably like, holy crap. I don't know if you're scared, like, this dead body's alive. You're like, wow. Well, imagine if you're a family member. There's this, Okay, so grandma has cardiac arrest, and now she's been sent to the morgue. So you've maybe been alerted, like, she passed, you know, they sent her to the morgue. And then you get a call, hey, grandma's alive at the morgue. I mean, that is a crazy, and I don't know what her right. condition is now. Maybe she passed, they should make it. Right, I don't know. But, all right, we've got to take a break. And when we come back and we finish, I'm going to tell you the new stuff about Coburg or Lazo because... I think we may have a why. People want to know the why, Lazo. It's the Church of Lazo. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 